The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, right. about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. The Nickelbacker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Yeah, it is. It's the Nickelbacker Avenue Fan Forum, West Coast Trip. Also, rest of the NBA. We want to talk about a lot of this because we have a lot to discuss. Uh, familiar faces from old places back to new places. Uh, getting Taj Gibson back onto the roster. We're going to definitely talk about that. And then Mitch Robinson injury from over the weekend. And then, of course, the rest of the NBA as we go through the other teams that we got to play. And maybe do a little bit of a deep dive. Utah Jazz, Clippers, Phoenix Suns, the teams that are going to be playing on on this, on this trip, and as well as how they're doing on this season. Uh, real quick, uh, as far as what we've been discussing this past week, uh, the recap episode, a full recap of Major League Soccer and Major League Baseball with the deals in the offseason with the winter meetings, the NBA, around the NBA, around uh, the NFL, the NHL, MLB. You can check out the recap episode. You can also check out the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, uh, the game, uh, last night versus the Maple Leafs, a uh, good discussion after the loss, uh, you know, with the Rangers and the Maple Leafs side of things. And, of course, on the football side of things, uh, preview versus the New Orleans Saints Thursday with the guys on the Big Blue Roundtable. Uh, and they had a good time on the postgame this, this past Monday night versus the Packers. Oh, by the way, we got to say, like, let's, just, let's just do it right here. I mean, I was going to do it tomorrow, but let's do it officially. Uh, today is the Godfather's birthday. Shout-outs to Chris. Happy birthday to your bro. Let me, let's just do it real quick and we'll get into some quick hoops. I, I should have had this lined up. Uh, where is it? I can't see. I can't even see where my glasses. Oh, I'm way off, man. I'm way off. This is my fault. I, I'm, I'm butchering the, the, the jingle. Here we go. Happy birthday to Christmas. Let's get into it, man. We have no time to waste, man. Dom, as going to join us, I believe, a little bit later. Let's just fire away, man. We got Nick's talk. We got rest of the NBA talk. How you doing, bro? How's everything, man? Good evening, Steven. Good evening. Good evening, man. Uh, good win by your Jets, by the way, over the Texans. I uh, just got to, you know, shout out to the Jets whenever we can. Uh, but as far as Knicks, um, you know, just just a couple of hours ago reported that uh, Taj Gibson returned into the Knicks. I, I mean, listen, I'm always pro Taj. You know, live Mr. Live is a pro Taj Gibson guy. 
Um, and if you want to talk about, you know, what does this mean to the Knicks as of right now with Mitch out for the next couple of months and then the return of Taj Gibson and by committee, Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims, uh, how do you feel about this makeup of this roster? If you was to ask me, Dom, I don't think we lose a beat. If anything, we're going to be better in different ways. Um, and, but I would like to hear your thoughts, and then we'll, 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 we'll piggyback off each other on this. Well, we'll, we'll no shades, Steve. Like live over your little monologue. No shades. But for those that remember the year the Knicks ended up losing in the playoffs to uh, Atlanta, we went on that run. Remember all those wins and leapfrogging this one? We went on that run with Mr. Robinson out. Now, I'm not saying he, he's a different Mr. Robinson, sort of, kind of. Even then, he was a rebounder and a shot blocker. He wasn't offensive. Steve, you remember, that's the year y'all called me Master Dominic. <laughs> we didn't lose nothing. I hate to say it. We didn't lose nothing because we really, mm-hmm. at that time, we was borderline. Remember, Steve, oh, you know, when's this guy going to develop some offense? And three years later, I look at, I just say the first game, Steve, between Sims and Hudson, you know, 15 rebounds. 15 rebounds, I think, uh, one steal, whatever. But they, again, 11, look at 13 points, 15 rebounds, and two steals. I mean, that's not bad, Steve, considering we may get the 15 rebounds from this, but I don't think we're going to get 13 points. Maybe once in a blue moon, again, please, people, don't take this the wrong way. I'm just trying to be a number guy for a minute. And the numbers, and you know what, Steve? Taj Gibson's going to be, what, a backup to a backup to a backup? You know, like a, an insurance policy. It's not like he's going to be getting 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so if he could still in, we know what Taj Gibson brings. Plus, he's, you know, he's a good voice, Steve. He's a, he's a tough guy. He brings a good voice. And, again, we're not expecting him to play 35 minutes. Steve, I got a funny feeling, man, this combination. This, this Jericho Sims, Steve, we talked about Mitchell Robinson with his shot blocking and rebounding. This Sims is athletic. You know, he fits in with, with some, of the, some of the young guns in the town. He's very athletic. Like I said, given the minutes, Steve, if he gives us five points and seven rebounds, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, then you get – a little more than that from Hartenstein and Taj Gibson making a few minutes in between to give both of them a break. Whatever. I got a funny feeling, Steve, this combination of Hartenstein says, I don't want to sound like a homer. You know, we're all Nick fans, but I, I got a funny feeling, Steve. This might be a little more than what some expected. So no, I'm, 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 I'm content. I'm content, Steve. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. You, come on, if the conversations on this platform, you already should know where I'm going with this. You know, <laughs> we you said it best. You said it best. That's a good point. The uh, COVID year, we went to the playoffs and lost to the Hawks, and we lost Mitch at that point. You look at where Mitch, where Mitch was from that point to where he is, he's no different. He is no different. The only thing he's different is he's gotten stronger, like let's say the weights. But 
when you look at Mitch's, you look at the numbers, you look at the data, and you look at his play. I mean, he only averages, I hate to say it like this, but a guy at his stature at this point of his career, he only averages 10.3 rebounds a night. And to, to me, Don, if that he should be at least at 13 at this point. And I, and I don't want to sound crazy, but if, if, if a guy's not going to be able to score night in and night out, and I hate to be on this Let's Kill Mitchell Robinson episode, like, I, you know, you know how we get on certain players on this platform, but let's just be honest. Like we've seen the story. You say this is your cliche. We need to get this on. A, we need to get you on a, on a sound clip. We gotta play. We've seen this story or movie before. You're right. This was happening in COVID. Like you got hurt and we went on a run. How we we're not. And the crazy thing, like you said, Dom, this is an insurance policy. This is good. This is good. Now the only thing, the downside to this, Dom is if we were to parlay Mitch into a trade piece, let's say a DeAndre, and that, that shit probably might be out the door. I don't know. That's the only kind of downside I can see this. But, you know, this is the crazy thing. Like, Taj has been in your system. Taj has played – he's played with that coach the most on the roster. So it's not like he's going to be in there to fill in in case Hartenstein gets hurt or in case Sims gets hurt. It's a, You know, and – You've seen we've seen him be somewhat of a a poor man's Al Horford in the system at this point of his career. He'll give you some rebounds, play some good tough defense. He's disciplined. He does something Mitch doesn't do. He'll hit free throws. And you know the last couple of years, especially his last year as a Nick, the ability to hit that corner three. I know it doesn't sound like a big thing to maybe. A lot of fans, like, well, we don't need centers. It just feels like, Dom, I'm watching right before we come on tonight, right, Dom? And I'll pass this back to you. I'm watching Nurkic for the Suns just bombing threes. And he was never known as a three-point shooter coming to the Trailblazers. It's like, I feel like we're the only team that does that, had that in our arsenal. And I've said this before. This is nothing new. You actually bring that element if you elect to play Taj more minutes. That's a nice little piece if you throw in there. If you combine Brunson and and and, and Randall and have Taj sit in the corner, you're going to have the opposing center make a decision because Taj is capable of making a couple of threes. He's done that in his last tenure as a Nick. I'll pass the mic back to you, bro, because I definitely want to hear more on that. But I don't think we missed anything. It's not like Mitch was bringing in 14, 15 rebounds a night. We could definitely do this rebound by committee. And then the Knicks talking about if they want to try to outscore teams now, now you can run a little bit more with Hartenstein. I think, I think I've seen enough of Mitch not to say, oh, man, we're going to regress. Like, because you can't hit free throws at Hackett, Mitch. You can't do it at the Taj or – Maybe I don't know with Jericho. You know they probably could pull it off with him. But Hardenstein, um, he's been effective. I'm not losing sleep, losing Mitch. I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> what are your thoughts, bro? Here's the weird thing, Steve. If I told you, yeah, he averaged six point two points, ten point three rebounds, you would probably say that's his career average, right? Maybe close. That's his. That's his average this year, Steve. But I just looked at it, and I'll be down. It's almost <laughs> his whole career. And guess what? He didn't start out this bad, Steve. I mean, he was never a, a Jerry West on the foul line. But he went from initial season to 60% to this year at 36%. That's a 24% drop, Steve. Wow, you got more mature and more time on the court. That, that, to me, Steve, I hate to use the words, you know, I was in the military, unacceptable. 
But that's that's unacceptable, Steve. Come on, and you're a big man. Is is there a reason? We we've been over this a million times, Steve. And I, I don't we, we don't want to beat a dead horse with this all night, but we've been yeah. over this for five years, Steve. You know, right, maybe right, right. that's the reason they don't go to him offensively because they're afraid he's going to get fouled. Shit, Steve, you know what 36% is? That's best. That's, that's terrible. I can't remember somebody shooting 36% from the line, Steve, honestly. That may have I think that's worse. That might, that might be worse than Shaq. <laughs> Off the top of my head. That, that might be worse than Shaq in Orlando. That's <laughs> crazy. Steve. I can't remember somebody shooting 36%. Not a starting player. Now, you might have somebody that, you know, got to eight to ten minutes. He was the, the, the Kevin Knox on the end of the bench. So he came in and he wasn't whatever. But 36% Steve from your starting that's center, that's, that's unacceptable. unacceptable. We should be gaining so, sleep. You saying that, we should be gaining sleep by saying that. Like, that, that's what I'm saying, Dom. That's exactly – how could we be even significantly worse? Yeah, we may lose a game here and there, maybe to some teams we should. Right. Overall – Situations late in games where you can't go to that route of fouling Mitch before the two minutes because you know you can't do it beyond that. This is I hate to be petty. Let me just say this, this one thing. Good news. Let me say this one this thing. Good news. Only only the first game that I gave you the numbers between Hartenstein and Sims, they averaged more than he's averaging this season in one game. Now again, let's pause. And let's see how this plays out. But in the one opportunity, Steve, they had a chance to work together. They got more points and more rebounds than Mitchell Robinson would have gotten. And we know Hart and Steve could hit foul shots. He, he may not yeah. be, you know, the greatest shooter, but he's going to hit his foul shot. And we don't know yeah. about Sims because he's really only had a handful. But that being said, Steve, you know what it's like to go under 36%? Period. Think about that, Steve. That's no, be I was actually really, a pretty good free throw really shooter. Cool. I was, I was yeah, actually a pretty good free throw shooter. I'm not with we it. That's, it's kind of hard if you try. Yeah, we should take three centers, Steve. Take three centers, and they ain't combined. They're not going to be under 36%. Again, let's, uh-huh. let's not make this a beat-up uh, But Again, Steve, long story short, me, you, and live, we've been talking about this for six years. And let's keep it a buck, Steve. Some of us were shocked with the money that Nick got him. So the Nick gave him to extend him. Let, let's be honest. Some of us were like, um, oh, maybe it's time to cut our losses. Only, yeah. only, only if he developed. I, I would have been cool had he shown progress, but there's no hey. progress. I mean, only progress he was lifting weights and, and getting on Instagram in the offseason. That's the only progress. Like, I don't count that. So, no, I mean, I'm yeah. just being honest, Don. Like, like, I'm like, we get Taj back, a guy who's familiar with our system. Like, I don't see how this is a doubt. Like, when you look at the situation, right, Dom, go back to the game, and he gets hurt, and you say, oh, damn, how do we replace this? And then we, from that point, with our current roster, are we better yesterday than we are today? If you was to ask me, i say we are better in different ways. We may lose certain edges, like offensive rebound, like, you know, that particular area. But it's not like he was – that's the thing, like – if Mitch was given like 15, 16 rebounds a night, at his height and his lack of scoring, Dom, he should his whole focus should be he should be at least upper 2.8, 2.9 and block shots. He's nowhere close to that. And then on top of that, the free throws, now that you know with your injury, you have you should be literally for two months shooting 
a thousand free throws a night, you know, just practicing, right? Leon and above the rim, like the movie. He should be doing that every night. Like, if there's no injury sustained to the upper body, you should be working on your free throws, like, right now. In, in surgery, go out of surgery, in the cast, work on your free throws. Um, let, let me ask you this real quick. Let me say one more thing. See, let's keep this, in, let's keep this in, in the back of our minds. You know, we talk about the offensive rebounding. We're a lot more games into the season. We're, we're seeing what a DiVincenzo could do. Josh Hart, we know what he could do. Randall, not shooting as many things. So, you know what, Steve? The longer we go along and the longer we pass that ball around and get better looks, we're going to get less offensive rebounds because our shooting percentage is going to go up. So as long as we as long as we maintain, Steve, I think we were in the top five in rebounds. And again, small sample size, one game, we still got thirteen rebounds out of two players and thirty six assists. In one game, I'm just saying one game, Steve, but that being said, hmm, I'll take that, Steve. I will take that with less offensive rebounds faster than you can say Jackie Robinson. Let's focus on, on, on Jericho Sims because I don't – we don't know – okay, Utah game, the first game on their West Coast trip, we don't know what it's going to be until Taj gets to – let's say I'm thinking maybe the Laker game. I'm thinking that's where he, he'll come in or the Clipper game, not the Phoenix game on Friday. But let's say a couple more games in, they'll throw him into the rotation. I don't know exactly – until they actually do it, I, then I'll react next Wednesday on our last NBA show for the calendar year. But – just looking at Jericho Sims, he's basically Mitch with a motor, and I think he plays better mm. with confidence. Like when I watch it on, like mm. when I watch him in play, I see the confidence. It's just the lack of, you know, they, they, it, it's the politics. They, they paid Mitch. They're gonna want to run him out there. Jericho, let's give him a chance. Let's give him an opportunity to let's see if he get uh, rebounds. Because earlier in his career, when he's they threw him into the, the Wolves, then remember, like you said, uh, when um, the, the, uh, when he got hurt, Sims. And, and this is not really I, I would have called it Sims' fault, but this is the way the game is played. And Sims, to me, is more is not more, but he's a physical defender in the post, and and the refs could be petty with the hand checks, and I don't fault sins for that, but that's just the way the game is played, and I hate that because, you know, I'm more – I like the physical basketball, Dom. I like the way that – I just want to see Sims well, – let's, let's give Sims a shot is the whole point of what I'm saying on my, my soliloquy and my rant because I think he's basically Mitch with a motor. Uh, he runs the floor yeah. better than Mitch. Uh, yeah. He, he, he does he – does, he just needs more time. It's kind of like the uh, – you know, what's his name? Uh, uh, Deuce McBride. You saw Deuce played well when – Granted the opportunity when point guards were getting hurt a couple of seasons ago. And, and basketball is a field sport. All sports are field sports. But when you have more time to that muscle memory in your brain, you're going to react better. Going to get you react better to the game film or the game, uh, the film room in between games to improve. I think Jericho is going to feel in okay. He's not like he's a stiff. Like Mitch. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to knock down three yeah. down into that. But he's as far as Make, get a rebound and secure it. I think he, I think he catches the ball better underneath the ball, the rim than Mitch. Mitch used to struggle for that for years. Like you know, if Randall goes for you know three two seconds on on the shot clock and he'll throw a late pass to Mitch, and Mitch will fumble it out of bounds. I think Jericho will do a little bit better job with that because Jericho is going to go straight up and he's going to dare somebody to try to block him from dunking. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I said it in the beginning, Steve. He's definitely more yeah. athletic. But here's something yeah. I didn't catch when I was talking earlier. You brought up offensive rebounds. Again, mm-hmm. small sample size, one game, him, Hartenstein. Steve, other than the 15 rebounds they had, they had eight offensive rebounds. And Toronto, it's not like, it's not like Toronto got a whack-ass front court. They got a pretty decent <laughs> front court. And we, these guys got five offensive, five offensive rebounds, 15 rebounds total. Two guys. And Sims only played 20 minutes, Steve. I, I just think, like I said, let's, let's start him like they did. It was a great thing, Steve. They started him. Hartenstein got the bulk of the minutes. Only six more minutes. But when Hartenstein was out there with the second unit, again, now, now we got these young bloods. If we could just teach R.J. Barrett to improve his basketball IQ, and what to do instead of putting his head down like it's third and goal to go and learn how to do the little things right, we'll be fine, Steve. I, 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 it's going to be a rough road trip. Do not get it twisted. I think the end of this month, from our next game to, let's say, the end of this year, end of December, is probably the roughest it's, stretch we're going to have it, for quite some time. So, it's crazy because scientifically, logically – the Knicks played the Raptors in Toronto before that playing game versus the Bucks, and Mitch played in that game. The Knicks handled the Raptors, especially late in the fourth quarter, no problem. Same Raptors team, same, you know, pretty much a week later, right? At This time at home uh, the other night on Monday, and same results, the Knicks win. Just different ways they won. Like, Randall was very – I mean, he was monster on that in the third quarter, man. I don't know. You know, I know you guys, you know, get on the Knicks fans and stuff, but, you know, you know, you already know. I've, I've been pro-Randall. I've been pro-Randall. That, that's not where I'm going with. I'm just talking about what you're saying about Jericho right. Sims. And it's like whatever he'll lack – Getting, you know, he'll, it's just a feel. It's going to take him a few games and game speed. Yeah, he saw, he, that's the great thing about it. He saw everything from the Nick Bench the entire season. It's not like he saw it from Westchester, from afar, watching it on video, replays on YouTube. He literally was there. So th- there is some sort of muscle memory of when you could literally sit back on the bench night in and night out, the rotations, just studying, just looking and, and observing, and still being in shape in practice. And going there and just pretty much filling Mitch Rose. I mean, that's not a hard to do if you're six eleven. Just go in there and get eight rebounds. He did that basically. I'm talking about Jericho Sims. That's all he has to do, and, and um, not to get into foul trouble. I mean, this is a. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not ready to have a Nick Parade. Down. I'm not going that far. I'm just saying this. Yeah. Oh man, the season is definitely not lost. I mean, this is we have insurance policies at the position, like you said. Hartenstein wasn't they, the way they played it. He's going to stay in his normal coming off the bench rotation. And it, it's just like it, was, it, it felt like it just came right back in, man. Like, we're good. We're good, man. So anything else, man, we could jump around to some other teams, man. I would definitely love your thoughts on the Jazz and everybody else. Yeah, we could, we could do that. We, we beat up Michigan long enough. Let's let it play out, Steve. I think we have about maybe five or seven games left before the year's over. And I, I, I got to say, it's going to be our roughest threat, Steve. It is. And hopefully we come out of it 
semi-unscathed, four games over 500, and Mm -hmm. we move on come January. So looking at Utah, right, the game we – you know, by the time the people listen to this episode, the game would already been concluded and finished, right? Markin is, from what I understand, according to reports, is not playing due to that hamstring. That's their that's their main guy. You know what I'm saying? He's the top dog on that team. The Knicks should handle Utah like they did Utah yeah. last season. So, if, yeah. you know, you know, as far as going over 500, but looking at their season in a win, man, I mean, Dom, like they. I mean, they lost like by fifty by to Dallas the other week. Like fifty, <laughs> that that's kind of bad, dog. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty bad. Now, when I look at Utah and I watch a few of the games, you can. I mean, the Knicks probably could put a. You know what? Let's put a number on it tonight. They should get to without Mitch. Oh man, and and the Utah gives up a lot of points, Dom. A lot. I said the Knicks could get to forty two to be exact. <laughs> I I might go another twenty. I. I they got no marketing in the middle. They like they. The problem with Utah, they give up a lot of points, um, and, and 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 no marketing is more pressure or more shots for John Collins. Was like he's not going to bring you to the promised land. I think Kessler, Walker Kessler might be out too as well. Who's who was their third or fourth leading rebounder? They don't have enough ammunition to fuck with the Knicks tonight. Even if the Knicks win, as long as the Knicks win, I don't care if it's by two or by 200. I'm just saying the Knicks could get the 140 tonight. What are your thoughts as far as Utah and their, and their thoughts? And we got live with us. I want to definitely get his thoughts on what we just said previously about Todd's coming back, no Mitch. Um, you know, what's your thoughts, Dom, on, on Utah real quick? And we get live, man, because I would love to hear his thoughts, man. There's only, there's only three teams in the NBA that give up more points. Uh-huh. Than the Jazz, of course, Indiana. I think it's Indiana. They play that trap. They play that trap, Dom. Indiana, Indiana, Indiana? And San Antonio. Only two teams. Indiana and San Antonio. The only two teams give up more points than Utah. Steve, I will be honest. They're probably one of the biggest disappointments so far. I thought they had a better team than what their record shows. And you know what, Steve? I'm gonna let live go because I want to hear him. But I'm gonna say this. And I've said this for how many years, Steve? People only talk about defense when they want to use the word defense. This is not a defensive league. This has not been a defensive league in years. I hey, Dom, hey, you ain't going to argue for me, man. Dom, yeah, yeah, listen. Dom, can yeah, I say it for you? Or can I say can I Can yeah. I take your words? Get off my damn lawn. Yeah. I'm with you, Dom. Get yeah. off my damn lawn. I'm with some damn defense, man. Here's, here's I, the I thing. Here's the thing, Steve. Shit. I get it. I get here's it. the thing, guys. I can't yeah. remember. It had to be six years ago. I think it was about six years ago. And it might have been San Antonio. Uh-huh. That was the only team in the NBA that held a team under 100 points for the whole season. Nobody has done it since. Nobody has come close to doing that shit since. I mean, the Knicks are at the top, and I think they're giving up 107 points a night. I think they're tied with Boston now, I think. But a hundred and seven, think about this, guys. Without to get off my lawn, without us going back and check, a hundred and seven points a night, guys. That's a lot that of crazy. Game points. You're back in the, the day, that's the rule. The other day, guys, the other day, teams scored over 130 points, and five of them lost. How did that shit happen? 
You preach it to the crowd. We only say defense. We only say defense to say Steve don't play defense. Steve no, don't I, play. Well, the league has gotten soft, as you already know. I mean, this is, oh. we're not saying anything oh. new. I mean, I was just watching the the thing from the other night with the Warriors and the Suns. Draymond hit Nurkic with a like a, oh. a right hook or whatever it was. That yeah. would have been just maybe one technical free throw back in the day, like Celtics Lakers in the eighties. That that would have been like ah, oh, just rub it all, just one free throw, stay in the game. They, they say uh, flagrant two, you're out of here. And, you know, no team bus back to the hotel. Like, I mean, they they don't play, man. You cannot be physical in this NBA, and that's the part right. I don't like. But you know, I, I I'm a you know I watch the sport and, and I deal with it. I hate it, but what can you do, man? They don't want there, to be there's physical. There's a difference, like, Steve. There's a difference with being physical and some of the bullshit this guy does. Let, let's just keep it a buck. Yes. Well, no, no, no. I get. But yeah, he would never got ejected in. The, he would never got ejected in the eighties, right? He probably would have got a personal, right. maybe a technical, and that's it. They would kept yeah, the moving. Now, not the, now, not the just, I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, guys. You know, it's sad to say. I mean, I was never a fan. I'm never a fan of his Golden State, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's yeah, yeah, sad yeah. to think that your your skills are diminishing, and now you're resorting to this shit. This thing, guys, it only was five minutes ago he came back off the five-day suspension right, for trying right, to choke right, right. the player to death. So, yeah, let, let's see what live got to say. But they had crowd, a good run. It's time to I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get No, listen, I get what you're saying. They they had a hell of a run, and this is yeah. what their results are through based off diminishing skills. They're not, you know, I don't think – they're just to show themselves, but they had a hell of a run. I just think that, like you're, what you were saying, uh, I'll bring on live, that um, the fouling or the hitting, like, that was okay back in the day. I, I was cool with that, but now because of all these, you know, they, I don't want to go down that route, Don, because that's where it heads. Like, right. you know, if they, allow to get with, if they allow him to get away with that, which I would be cool with, then you would have all the, the groups, or oh, he's bullying, how dare you, you know, you would have the mob after him outside in the, the NBA, right. protesting. Uh, yeah, you, you, the, the NBA don't want that smoke, and, I, and, and that's the climate we are in. But uh, we got let's bring on live, man. Live, listen, we, Dom and I, uh, we're just chopping it up as far as Todd Gibson returning. Uh, we get in no Mitch, no problem against the Raptors. What are your thoughts, man? I, I, I'm gonna sit back. I'm, I'm gonna go on mute because you know live is about to bring a sermon right here, man. Let me go on mute live and do your thing, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's what's good, brothers? You know what I'm saying? Good good to be here, man. Um uh always always good to see a fellow Brooklynite, fellow town town uh uh townsman in 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 the in the New York Mets, in the Knicks Mets with my man Taj back. Um you know, even though it's probably probably going to be up up until Mitch come back and everything. It's, it's still good to see him. At, at the same point, man, it's I kind of kind of kind of short. It's kind of short sighted. Um, I know I know um, uh, uh, Steve had said something about marketing, man. I mean marketing, and then and then I started looking at Olympic, and and I'm going. This is a great time to at least experiment. With a stretch type situation, and 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 you know, Olenek would, would probably be that guy, and I, and I'm just you know at the expense of my man Tars, you know, I'm, you know I'm glad we got him. It's not it's not going to be too much of a 
it's not going to be awkward, you know, immaculating him with, with, with the defense or whatever, because everybody knows what, what, what he's supposed to do. So um, it's going to be business as usual. So I don't, I don't see nothing else. And, 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 and to, to, to really um, the, the change with, with, with Grimes, man, I think our offense will go up, believe it or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, the, way, the way Grimes was playing the other day, that's another – you just put another 20 on the, on, on the bench. That's crazy. Well, 16, 20 on the bench, right? So um, I just, you know, um, I, 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 the, the size is still – Still messing with me. Um, we scoring enough to beat everybody in the league, so um, I can't I, I can't complain too much. You know, we our, our, our scoring output is, is some of the best in the league, so um, I'm I'm happy. You know, I just um, needed to be against 500 teams <laughs> plus five against plus 500 teams, and um, other than that, it's, it's I'm I'm cold, man. I'm, I'm I'm okay, man. I was a little worried, man. Um, but it seems like uh, my man, my man Randall, is really shaping up, man. His last six or seven games, man, he's been doing like God tier work, like God tier, like superstar work. So uh, imagine if he could keep this up all season, man. Like, like wow. Um, you know, I, I have a little concern. Um, um, my man Brunson is looking a little gimpy, man. I, you know, can, can, can we get that man a little, little vacay, a little, a little rest or something, or something? Because he, he's killing himself right now, man. And you know, we look, we look at at Rose, and we look at uh, Luau Dang, and we look at. Uh, you know, the center, man, we look at all of these players, man, that that, that really outplay themselves under Thibodeau's kind of kind of game plan. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a flux of concern, right? I'm, I'm, I'm very happy because I haven't felt like this in years to, 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 to be on a team that's um, upper echelon here, right? We're not, not, Five, six is three, four, right? We 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 looking at that. So, um, I'm 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 pretty happy, man. I'm I'm pretty pretty happy. I just I just need Thibodeau to be a little bit more experimental on stretching out that that four five. So, um, Kelly Olynyk was somebody I was looking at really like like somebody. And this is a perfect time to do it. So, um, so yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that, man, it's, it's, it's a great time to be a mixer. Let me ask you this: two things. If you could clearly answer, we will go back to you and then Dom. Yep. Your, to your to your points, what you were saying. So you wanted to try to get a deal with Linux. So that means. Are you willing to play poker with Danny Ainge versus Leon Rose? Uh, you know, you know, Danny Ainge is known for fleecing motherfuckers. So, I, you know, you know, so that, that, that's one. That, let's put that to the side, if you can answer that. And number two, give me your thoughts on the mindset of a Quentin Grimes, because this is where we've been standing for weeks. 
it, it's amazing how certain players just do their thing in different roles, whether if a guy is better coming, you know, starting or a guy is better just coming off the bench, he just looks comfortable coming off the bench because I just think he doesn't have to play with the pressure with, number one, Randall and, and Brunson in the lineup. I mean, he looks free and flowing, especially in the Raptor game, and he was just getting his will started in the Celtic game. What are your thoughts as far as um, Grimes' mindset coming off the bench, just be, you know, Grimes could just be Grimes, or give me your, your thoughts on how you saw that, and then also, you know, right. your views on Right, well, well the Danny Ainge thing first, man, is, I forgot about that. <laughs> I really yeah, did. You know, that's, right? that's Kenny Rogers, man, that's a gambler, man. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's, yeah, well, 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 I, I, I think I didn't pay it too much mind, because I'm going, okay, we're not talking about um, That's World Series of Poker. We're not talking about poker right. Right. We're not talking about staying, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, big, big, big chips. We're not talking, talking about uh, uh, RJ and, and, and Spider and things of that nature. We, you know, we're talking about, like, like, how much could you be a dick in trying to trade off Kelly O'Neill, right? I mean, like, how, how like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how much of a dick could you be in going, what, what could you – what, what 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 would be the most outrageous thing you could ask for for Kelly Owens? And would you do it just because we need we we need a center like that? You know, now mind you, I mean I mean we need a center. You're supposed to play your chess, man. But and 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 and, and, and again, we're talking about some of my age. So yeah, that's I, I answer my own question. <laughs> you know, so I, I, you know, said blue. I forgot. I, I, I really forgot. Danny Ainge was 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 on the receiving end of that um that jazz thing, man. Wow, I, I thought about it's that the, Don, the whole week, quick, quick, man. Quick, quickly, let me quickly uh, say something because you know Don would be on Sirius XM Radio on the NBA radio. Hey, uh-huh. off. Well, how the Knicks got fleeced by Danny Ainge. You know, we don't want that, man. We don't want those problems from Dom, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no, well, 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 and, and that, you know, again, man, I kind of got to pull back on that now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's why even why even entertain it? I probably would, I probably would never deal with Danny Ainge at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially after what... What 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 he did with the with, with RJ and everything, man. That was that was really, it was really just unnecessary, you know. And, and, and again, is everybody, you know, what I'm saying, to talk about what the Knicks don't do, right? Yeah. Well, the Knicks don't get fleeced these times, you know. what I'm saying, like in in these last three four years, the Knicks don't get fleeced. That's that's what the Knicks don't. Do. And 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 let let's be happy for that. And, and and let us not be mad at, 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 at somebody giving up the whole kit caboodle for a uh, 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 spider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I actually got the – yeah, so don't, don't get on the brother, man. I ain't you – know, I forgot about – forgot about, forgot about uh, uh, Danny Ainge being over there. I wouldn't even – I wouldn't even do it, man. Yeah, nah, never mind on that. Yeah, um, the crazy but, thing, the crazy thing, lie that summer, man, like with that Donovan Mitchell shit, and Nick fans, all, all, you know, in the crowd, you know, in, in the streets, do it, like do it, like pull the trigger for that, like yo, they, they, they bugging dog. No, 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 no. Stand up. Well, I, I know, I know when, when, when <clears throat> I was, I was saying he was bugging, like early, 
when 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 because because again a lot of a lot of cats don't even understand like like he had Mitch it was Mitch RJ um Quick and somebody else <laughs> might even might have been that even been ground like <clears throat> I, I don't even know what it was but it was so crazy it was like four players it was, it was and it was it was damn near the bench it was the bench and and RJ. And that was before RJ signed the extension. And and they was trying to rush it. They was like, yo, yo, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And I think Grimes was the deal breaker. And Grimes really saved the day in, 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 in being too much for, for, for Rose's palace. And then that's when they re-signed. They gave, they gave RJ as an extension. And then uh, Angel was like, oh, I wasn't going to trade with you. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so, um, so I remember that. I remember that vividly. I like. I hate Danny. You know what I'm saying? I forgot. I forgot he was over there on jazz, jazz and all. Look, yeah, nah, never mind on that. Never, never mind on that. But um, Don, I was gonna say, Grimes, Don, what are your thoughts? Oh, go, go, real quick on Grimes and get down. Oh yeah, no, nah, Listen, Grimes was very comfortable, man. I think. I think again, yeah. man. When you when you talk about dealing with Alphas, like Randall and like Brunson, um, there, there's a certain amount of pressure, and then the, the pressure of, of playing well. You know, there's a lot of things you got to contend with being in that in that starting five, plus being the point, being be, like 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 that system made him the the the, the receiver of everybody uh, everybody's best player. So um, he ain't got to go through all that with on, on this one. He can he can he can he can develop his scoring and, and develop his passing and his, and his cutting. But you see all of that. You see all of that now. I, I, I think, I, look, I think it was a great move. I think it was a great move for him. I think I think Thibodeau realizes that um, it's a better situation now. Let, let, let um, I think uh, uh, DiVincenzo is a, be- is a better receiver for all of that because that's his man. His, um, Brunson is his man, and, and Brunson is looking for him more. I I I in the fall. So yeah. Yeah, that's that we we good on it. Yeah, when we come back around to you, I want to get your thoughts on Mitch injury. Dive that into more with Jericho Sims and Harnstein something we talked earlier about. But Dom, what are your thoughts on what Live was talking about, you know, entertaining there, Kelly Olenek? And also Dom, any thoughts um not just with the Knicks, but you know, we talked about the Jazz a little bit. If you want because the teams were playing like Phoenix getting Bradley Beal back and the Clippers won a few games in a row now. Uh, I mean these are teams we're seeing on the road trip. So what are your thoughts on their seasons? Uh a summary level from them and then anything you wanna respond to live with and then we'll come back to live as well. I'll skip, for go my turn to go back to live on his thoughts on, on Sims and Hardenstein and co- combination. Yeah, the, the the scary thing about trying to get old Lennox would be where do we play him? You know, what, what, I hate to say this, guys, but sometimes the best move is no move. Sometimes mm. the best move is internal, like putting Grimes on the bench. Remember what I said a couple of weeks ago, guys, with Grimes out there in the starting five, and three players are averaging at least 60 to 62 shots a night. Where was he getting the shot from? Okay, mm-hmm. if he got mm-hmm. six shots, what do we expect him to hit all six? That's, that's asking a bit much for a young guy. I think this was the best thing that could have happened because guess what? Guys? I agree. 13, 19 points. His first two games off the bench, 13 and 19 points. And guess what? 
he's damn near closing the game. You see Thibodeau putting R.J. on the bench and leaving Grimes out there for defensive purposes. So you know what the old saying is, it's not who starts or who, who finishes, but I think this is the greatest thing the Knicks could have did for the Knicks and Quentin Grimes. We said this a couple of weeks ago, guys, that at the rate he's going, we may mm-hmm. lose this kid mentally. We may yeah. lose him yeah. mentally. And then how do we get him back? You know, what do we say? Hey, Steve, you know, rub the, rub the genie bottle and puff. A new Steve's going to come out? No. I think what they did was great because we had the parts to do it. Great, were, were, right, we gonna right, right. were we going to go belly up? Were we going to go belly up starting Di Vincenzo? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But now you got – the only thing I'm afraid of, guys, is remember his last game, I think he went 7 for 11 with 19 points. Quickly didn't play. So quickly is normally another guy that gets 12 to 13 shots a night sometimes, 15 shots a night. So they got to start to figure out how we're going to do that part when both of them are in the lineup and healthy. I, again, guys, I think it was a great move. I, I don't think the Knicks – I mean, damn Danny Ainge. I'm just saying, guys, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Olympics is going to be that big of a game change. Everybody says we need a tall, long wing. But, again, where, where is he going to fit in? I ask this question again, guys. Like I asked some of my friends on Twitter, you want Steve and Live to get all these shots tonight, and we're going to bring them in to get these shots. Who's sacrificing their shots, guys? I just told you. Between three guys, they're getting at least 60. Quickly is getting about 12 to 13. Whoever, if we brought in Elgin Baylor right now, how many shots do you think he's going to get? And who's going to sacrifice their shots for his shots? Hence the reason I say sometimes the best move is no move. Let's let's ride this out. Let's at least ride this out till the trade deadline. Let, let's see where we're at, what we're doing, what seed we hold at that time, and maybe what's available. I will say this in live, we've been saying this for a while. The Knicks may not be doing what you want them to do, but they're not doing what we used to see get done either, where we got fleeced. We brought in some senior citizen with bad knees, no back, no hair. Right, we, we right. ain't doing that no more. We're not doing right. that anymore. So, you know, the, the fleecing of the New York Knicks is over. That shit ended four or five years ago, guys. Whether you like it or not, whether they didn't get the guy you wanted or not, we ain't getting fleeced. And we, we could here's the funny thing, guys, and I'll stop. We were going to get fleeced for Donovan Mitchell, and they barely got shit from him, for him from, from Cleveland. Yeah, they got marketing. Right. But you think marketing? You think when marketing contracts up, he's going to resign with Utah? I'll wait. I don't well, I don't know. Okay. They might, he, well, he might. I mean, it depends on how you look at. Well, you got to know his inside his head. Like, if he wants the dollars, I don't know his makeup. Does he want the the bag or does he want chips? I don't know that. I gotta. He's you know, going to get the money, Steve. He's going to get the money. Now he won't get the. You talking about a match with? But I don't think he would do that. Yeah, no other right. team's going to I don't think he's going to stay there. No, nah, and you know what? Yeah, yeah. You had this conversation, Steve, before live. I thought they'd be a lot better this year. But, and again, how long, Steve, you, you could suffer, you could sacrifice the Supermax or a Max and go to a better situation. It may not be championship well, within the next year or two, I, but a better situation. 
I, I understand what you're saying. Always, I, no, no, no. I, I get yeah. what you're saying. I, I'm just saying I don't know his makeup, what, how he's thinking. Right. What, does he want the bread or does he want the – I get what you're saying. I, I don't really know what he wants, honestly. Does he want – I but mean, some dudes may want to stay home and get the money. I don't know. I mean, we got to see Yeah, it. but remember this, he was He was on a team in Cleveland that we talked about two years ago, that they weren't afraid to play the three-headed monster with the three seven-footers, and they were moving in the right direction. All of a sudden, he just thrown under the best for Donovan Mitchell. And now he's on a team that looks like, you know, the Utah Jazz in the fucking 70s. <laughs> Come on, man. No, I don't know. I don't, we can't get in the head speed, don't get me wrong. I just yeah, I don't a lot know. of these players nowadays would sacrifice a couple of bucks to get out of purgatory. I mean, who the hell is going to stay on Detroit from here on? I mean, see, that's another conversation that can have because some dudes, they, they, they finally made it to the league. They're just, so a lot of these dudes are for the, in it for the money. They don't care about chips. So it really is, you yeah. have to ask these dudes, each individual. Oh, hold on, Doc. Before, listen, before we go back to live and get final thoughts from live, can you give us your thoughts on the Suns and the Clippers from some really level? Because that's who we're playing in this West Coast. Ooh. How do you think we're going to fare against the Suns? But how do you think their season uh-huh. has gone? Suns, now Bradley Bill's back. The Clippers starting to win a few games now. Uh, is that going to keep up? How are your thoughts? Oh, this is, this is what I was saying earlier, Steve. This may be our roughest stretch. Because yeah. guess what? These teams, like when we we beat we beat the Clippers already, remember? But yeah, yeah, that was hard. They, they, weren't, yep. they weren't these Clippers, but you yeah. take all of them, Steve. You take right now as we speak. You take the Clippers, Phoenix, and who was the other one you mentioned, Steve? I yeah, both LA teams, both LA teams, yeah. and then Brooklyn. Yeah. Right now, not now one of them got a better winning percentage than us. Not a, not a, not a, not a one of them. We right, have right. a high winning percentage in all of them. And guess what else we have over them? You know, it sounds weird because it's not much, but we're one of the few teams that are at or above 500 on the road. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. And, and guess what? This is the biggest, and I'm going to get off track, but this is the biggest downfall of Golden State that we've seen last year. They can't win on the road. Mm-hmm. So if the Knicks can stay right now, they're six and six on the road, guys. If they can maintain at or above or one or two games under five hundred on the road, man, that that's some serious stuff, guys. Because we are playing better at home this year. You stay one, two games above five hundred on the road, or one, two games below five hundred, and we're seven to three at home. We we gotta win. We got to take at least one one out of those three games, guys. We have to. Yeah. It's not, I'm not talking about Utah because if we beat Utah and then take one out of the next three, we'll be two and four, and that's not a bad trip considering. Like I said, Stephen, I'm gonna stop. This is probably our roughest stretch, and good thing it's kind of early. It's December. This could be our roughest stretch. We come home, we play Brooklyn, and we move on. Hey. Sky's the limit, fellas. <laughs> That's how I'm yeah, looking at cool. Two out of four ain't bad. All right, cool. Lot of final thoughts, man, on your on your Knicks and anything else you'd like to add, and we go back to Don get his final thoughts, and then I'll close it out, man. Good episode, good thoughts, man. Don, uh, live, your final thoughts, man. Yeah, I'm. You know, you know, I, I, you know, Dom kind of put the 
put the put the blankie on the on on on, on the baby. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, all, all, <laughs> I had I had I had worry. I had you know what I'm saying. My thing was okay. Everything is it's like this is a new flux, right? And it's like okay, our, our depth is helping us right now, but then now now what you know how how will the league affect our chemistry and everything? So you know I'm. The last two games, you know, have shown me it's like, listen, if we stay in our pocket, if we stay with, with, with doing exactly what we've been doing, is is which is playing to our strengths, we should we should we should we should be 500 when we when we leave out of this. So I, I I'm 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 okay. We just can't get no more injuries, right? You know, like like quick quick just got injured and 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 uh, you know it's it's it's, it's you know, but we got we got we got McBride. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, we got McBride. <laughs> yeah, we got we 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 straight. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, you know, um, we we just we we just gotta California. control. <laughs> yeah, we just gotta control that. That's all. Um, other than that, again, Taj coming back. Um, there's gonna be a a, a great familiarity with that. Um, <clears throat> he's gonna play and he's gonna give his veteran situation and. And I'm 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 straight with that. So um, we'll just see, man. But 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 getting getting the Suns when 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 you know they big three is healthy and um, you know being on this West Coast thing at all right now is is I, 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 it's good that it's now that that it's not you know down the road and you know uh, let's let's get Mitch back. Let's. Um, Let's see what the what, what the trade market look like at the end of this, and, and we see what's happening. So, um, I'm I'm really good, man. Let's go. All right, shout out to you live. Thank you very much, uh, Don. Close this out on Knicks and anything else around the league and your sippy cup champion Lakers. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we we we, we got. I'm gonna try to make this quick. We got to no, we got to come back. We got it. We got to come back, fifteen and eleven, fifteen and twelve. Because guess what, guys? It don't get much better after this. We come home. We got Brooklyn. Then we got the Bucks, two straight games. Then we got OKC. So this, this I'm telling you, Steve, December is going to be the roughest month. Not just counting the West Coast trip. December is going to be our roughest month. We got to come out of December at least three games, two to three games above five hundred. We have to, mm-hmm. because a lot of these games not only are tough, they're on the road. So let, let's keep our heads up, guys, and hopefully come one January, we're two, three games above 500. The schedule will get a little better, and let's see where we land, guys. I had the next three, four seed. I'm not giving up. I think they're just now starting to gel. I don't think the missing of Mitchell Robinson is going to hurt us that bad. We'll see tonight. We had a we had a sneak peek last game. They got five off offensive rebounds, fifteen rebounds between Sims and Hardenstein. That's more than Mitch gave us. And they got more points. They got thirteen points, fifteen rebounds, five offensive rebounds, two steals. That's more than Mitch is gonna give us, and we don't have to worry about the hack of Mitch shooting thirty six percent from the line. Guys, we're looking good. We're just now starting to gel. The ball is moving better. Let let's just get out of the month of December. 
and see where we're at. Again, Steve, yeah. I love you guys, man. Let's keep this going, and let's go next. We got one more. Shout out to Dom, Donato DP on Twitter. We got one more hoop episode by the end next week, and that'll be the last hoop episode uh, at the end of the calendar year. Yeah, from the next front, Dom. I think we've been in sync all episode and Dom, uh, live. I I think the insurance policies, that's general manager's decisions before the start of the season, has been excellent. And we're not going. We can make an exception for Old and Gray if his name is Todd Gibson. So I'm cool with that. So let's let's go, man. I'm cool, man. I am cool. Um. So yeah, man. They gotta listen. I'm not gonna panic, but they gotta beat Utah. Utah's terrible, man. You. I mean, I mean, terrible. This might be the worst thing since they went from New Orleans to Utah. Like, I mean, this is bad Utah Jazz basketball. This is pre bad, pre John Stockton, Mark Eaton, Carl uh, uh, Malone. Uh, uh, what's his name? Thor Bailey. This is bad Utah. We got to beat them. Like, we got to put them. I mean, I don't care how much we beat them. Just beat them. But I think the Knicks will get to at least 140 tonight. They can't play. They give up a lot of scoring, man. And this is, a t- and like Live said, this is a, you can experiment. Maybe we can experiment a couple of, one or two possessions, let Hartstein uh, jack up a couple of threes, man. As far as the Phoenix Suns, man, listen, I saw Bradley Beal play in that Warrior game without Kevin Durant. You know, they're, they're just going to get through the regular season how they can. As long as those guys are all in sync, let's say the last couple of weeks before the end of the season, they're going to go on the run. They're going to be a tough out, especially when they got guys like Jordan Goodwin, and he's a nice glue piece. Go- Eric Gordon, Nurkic, and Grayson Allen. I mean, I, that's a tough out, man. Denver Nuggets, yeah. nah, that's a tough out, man. The Clippers, they've been winning a few games in a row. They won like five in a row, including beating the Nuggets at home and beating the Kings by 20. You know what I'm saying? What I do like what the Clippers have done, I know I've been kind of, eh, you know, pessimistic about them, but they changed the guard. If you really watched them the last couple of games, it's been Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, but they demoted Russell Westbrook and M, 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 what's the, what's the word? bumped up James Harden to the third score part and then put up Norman Powell's getting more ranked than Russell Westbrook. I think that's a decent formula because Westbrook, you know, being that third option, just go in there and stat pad what you want, but let Norman Powell and James Harden do the thing with Zubik um, just being in a mm-hmm. fulling role at center. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, no Mitch, no problem. Listen, man, Mr. Lai, you think I'm nope. going to lose when a guy who's going to be out for two months who shoots 36 36- percent from the free throw line. You think I'm going to lose sleep? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely gonna make our... not. Why would you? <laughs> like, why would you? Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's why I was, I was saying, yeah, I was saying, like, like you know, like, like I, I'm, I'm sure that even today at, at an advanced age, um, Todd Gibson is a better overall player than Mitch brings analytically. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I wasn't worried about that at all. Like, right, like when right, the young right. my brother, my brother was like, yo, they got charged back. And I was like, yo, you got to break out the four green shirt. It's all yeah. good. I'm straight. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, you know, again, I'm, I might have I might have fantasized about, you know, a, a little stretch five or whatever the case may be. But I'm like, listen, that right there is a no-wave acquisition. No waves. Everybody know him. Everybody in the garden know him. Everybody around the way. I'm, a, like- I'm trying to. If I go to Comcast tomorrow, he's probably gonna be in the in the in the, it, in the local Chinese food restaurant tomorrow. Right, right. It felt like he went down to DC, like he went away for college for like a couple of years. Like he went to Howard, yeah. Georgetown. Yeah. Like, like you know, you know how you go away from college, you ain't see your boy, and like yeah. you know, and he come back up. That's what it feels like. Welcome back, Todd. How was it? Yeah. Welcome how was back, Todd. 
How how yeah. was the semester down in DC? You know, that's how it feels. Cool. Like, you know, he was out there chilling, man. And they got, you know what? This is probably something I have to bring up on another episode. I heard or saw the reports that they're getting another arena of the bullets. I mean, not the bullets, the wizards. Yeah. Uh, moving to Virginia. Going to Virginia. You know, I, didn't, I, I had no idea. Now, you talk about they're going to be the total DMV. They went from Baltimore, the Landover, to Washington, D.C., now Alexandria. Talk about, you might as well just call them yeah. the DMV wizards at this point. Well, go ahead. Um, yeah. I, somebody said something? I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, oh, that, I, that, I was going to say, Steve, they're going, they're going 10 miles down the road to Alexandria. I got to look into that. Like, I don't know the backstory. Yeah. I was surprised. Like, cause, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know I, I didn't know. Because they remember I think they moved it's not to, to, to when? It's not until 2027, Steve. Okay. Because you know what? I don't know if you guys ever been to that arena. They whatever it's called, Capital One. It used to be called the MCI Center. It's right there on Seventh Street in DC. That's in a great location. It's literally like Midtown for the Knicks. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I'm surprised. Like that's a nice arena. I don't understand. I I, I got to look into that story, Don. I don't know if you know why are they moving to Virginia. I mean, besides getting a new facility, yeah. but what's wrong? With, what's wrong with the location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. They got they got the metro right. and everything. This is, this is- this is what's throwing some people in the NBA a loop because you notice the NBA has gone to moving the arenas into the cities, like the city limits. You just said it, Steve. First they were in Landover. Now, now they're going to mm-hmm. go to the suburbs in Alexandria. And, again, the ones that wanted to say, hey, Steve, it's still only 10 miles. It's 10 miles. Yeah, it's going to the suburbs, but it's still only 10 miles. But it's going away from what the NBA has been trying to do. Even Major League Baseball, Steve trying to put their stadiums and these arenas in the heart of the city to attract and to get the cities back into these sports. Now they're going to throw everybody for a loop. Then again, see, like I said, it's projected for 2027. Anything could happen. I mean, the Clippers are getting ready to move where? To the old Staples Center? Inglewood. Or Inglewood, like in that area. Yeah, they build, they're building a whole complex over there by the Rams Stadium yeah. in Inglewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're they're a little different because they kind of been little brother to the to the Lakers yeah. for decades. So they're, I, they're a little, little different. They kind of trying to separate their identity I, for whatever reason. They should have moved to Vegas. I don't know why they're still in the same town as the Lakers. I, mean, I know the Lakers. Yeah. L.A. has a, a a population is second in most in the country, but I mean, you know, they. I don't know. They're just trying to get away from the Lakers after the, the that 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 stadium, that arena's leases up. I know that story, but I I was a little shocked to hear about what's going on with the Wizards, man. I gotta get get with my DC folk on that, man, because that was news to me. All right, guys, um, the game about to come on, and then um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We'll be back on next week. Next week will be the final episode of the calendar year. We'll have some fun. Uh, we'll have some, you know, we'll cut up, and you know, we'll see where we are at that point live. Dom. Yep. Um, Let's, let's go next. Sangre Azul, ladies and gentlemen. Leave blue. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.